welcome back to it is what it is you guys today is a very exciting episode because today we are going through 23 things that i learned in 2023 this is kind of sort of my new year's eve resolutions or my new year's resolutions episode but also everything that i have learned this entire year so we're gonna get into it and we're gonna dive into some deep stuff so i hope you guys are ready So get comfy, get cozy, because we're diving into 23 things that I've learned in 2023. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, It Is What It Is. Full Fair warning, full warning, if I sound like I'm about to fall asleep, it's because I am. I actually just got out of the shower and washed my hair. And so I'm fully like post shower high where I literally could fall asleep, but we're not going to do that today because we're going to get in today's episode. I'm really excited to do this one because I came up with a list a couple of days ago over all the things that I've learned this entire year, 23 things that I've learned this year. And some were kind of lighthearted. Some were very deep. There's no particular order but it's just some things that I've learned and that I've kind of touched on or not really and I want to now. So that's kind of what we're going to get into today. But what's crazy is that Christmas is literally, what is today? You guys are listening to this. This episode comes out on the 20th. So that means there's five days until Christmas. That's insane. Um, I'm so excited to go home for the holidays. I'm not home yet because I have work. Um, I'm starting a new job basically today. By the time you guys are listening to this, I will already be starting. I got a job as a social media assistant. I feel like I'm constantly updating you guys on work because first I was in marketing then that didn't work out and then I was in this one job that might have worked out but didn't and now I'm in this job like I'm sure it's getting very complicated for you guys but this is like I'm officially focusing on my career and I have been thinking about taking a break starting in the new year from social media I kind of touched briefly on this or not really I kind of talked a lot about it in my in my burnt out episode when I first started the podcast and I said that I'm kind of feeling a little burnt out or a little overwhelmed about everything and I am I still am I thought that graduating college would fix that and have me not being stressed but in reality I feel like I'm even more stressed than I was when I was in college and I just got this new job and I'm starting my career and I don't know. I just feel like taking a break. And so that's what I'm going to do after the holidays are over because I still have some campaigns to film and to shoot um, before the year is over. But starting in January, I will be taking a break from social media because I really just want to focus on my career. Like, Not that this isn't my career because it is. It's my job and I love it. But I just really feel... I don't know. I feel I honestly had to get a video for a brand today and it went up today as well. And I, I didn't even put makeup on for it. 
like I was dreading it and it was a 30 second video like it wasn't even long and I don't know you guys I've just been dreading getting ready dreading filming a video or getting a photo like I don't know I've just I really am just I'm kind of tired and it sucks because I love doing social media but I really just feel like this is right um and I'm gonna take a step back on the whole influencing thing I still will post on my social media like on Instagram I might step a little bit off from TikTok but I'm not gonna be posting like branded content I'm not taking like after the new year I'm not taking any brand sponsorships or brand deals or ads or anything like that until I'm ready to get back into content creating and I feel like once I've matured a little bit into my style and just my and just who I am in this new career that I that I'm in now I feel like that's that could be when it's time for me to come back and re and and really do it all you know because I said that I wanted to do social media and focus on it full time but I feel like it's been almost four years and I I don't want to say I'm burnt out and I feel bad that I say I'm burnt out because I've not I haven't been doing it long not like all these other OG influencers who've been doing it for 13-15 years like they are the ones who should be who should feel burnt out but I did see one influencer I forgot who it was she was talking about how influencers now that are just in their second or third year doing this they already feel burnt out and it's because it's we're so focused on the views and I feel like that's what I'm doing I'm so focused on the views and getting the ad sponsors and and all that and that's not why I started doing content creating in the first place I started doing content creating in the pandemic because I was stuck at home all day and I just wanted to post for fun and so that's where my career started and now it's kind of getting to a point where I'm just focusing on the views and the likes which you shouldn't do that because if you do social media just for that reason you're never going to grow you're never going to take off but at the same time it's hard because how can you not pay attention to that that's how you know you're growing that's how you know what's doing well and what isn't so it's just a vicious cycle but I am officially going to be taking a break from that in the new year I'm still doing my podcast that's this is the one thing that we're going to be doing still because I just started it I don't want to stop it my full priority right now is my podcast and just my career in digital not necessarily being a content creator kind of focusing on more of the administrative side of that with my new job that I just got as a social media assistant so I'm kind of sad I mean I'm not sad I'm kind of I feel like a weight off my chest which sounds bad but I know this break is what I need and I didn't want to be that cliche influencer that was like oh I'm taking a break off social media like you know like I figured my podcast was the perfect way to say that instead of blasting it on all social medias like everyone used to do. But um, yeah, so I guess we can go ahead and get into the episode. I'm so excited for Christmas, by the way. I like I want to do a what I got for Christmas episode, like a little short little episode and just talk about it and what I also gave for Christmas. So I think that's going to be next week, maybe. But we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. So... We're talking about all the things that I've learned this year and something that I really want to do in the new year is keep all of these in mind and something in the new year I really want to do is just 
be my or be the best version of myself I feel like everyone wants that I feel like that's a new year's resolution we always say it's just don't care what people think and do this and go to the gym and just as just so you know I stopped putting go to the gym and work out more on my new year's resolution I think three years ago you know I I don't say that anymore I don't really do I don't hit the gym I just go on walks or hikes I just watch what I eat drink a lot of water I've gotten a lot of people asking me that like how do I stay in the shape that I'm in um even though I don't go to the gym and I just drink a shit ton of water and I watch what I eat and I just walk a lot like I I will take my dog for a walk or instead of driving to go get coffee I will walk to go get coffee um and so yeah but anyways so let's get in to my 23 things that I've learned list So the number one thing on my list is live life for you. I feel like this is very self-explanatory. I feel like everybody says this, but it's something I've truly learned it this year. And it's that you, social media is huge now. It's like ever since the pandemic, now everyone's on social media. Everybody knows how to edit. Everybody knows how to do it. And we see these lives on social media from everybody, celebrities, influencers, random people, like people that are very like us. And we see them do these things and we see them living a life that we want to live, you know, and we get depressed and sad because we're not in that space or in that spot that they're in. And something that I've learned is not to do that and just to live my life for me. Who cares if... My, this influencer isn't doing that who cares if this person's not living that life who cares if this person's not doing this who gives a fuck just live life for you i know that every person is gonna have an opinion about your life and that's something we can't stop but that's something that we can work on just throwing like just brushing it off you know, I hate finding myself getting upset when I see my friends doing things that I'm not just because I'm working and they're traveling and my life's shit because I'm working and they're traveling and, and whatever. But I, if you love, if I love what I'm doing, then who cares? Just live your life. So that's my number one thing that I have learned most definitely. And so number two on my list is something that I am so passionate about where it says your financial status doesn't dictate your worth. Money does not define who you are. I've encountered so many content creators and so many people who feel like they're the shit because they have all the money in the world and they treat people differently because they have less than them. That's I, I fucking hate that. That's fucked up. Your, your financial status does not dictate your worth just and you don't know what anyone is going through like you like we see celebrities and influencers all the time you don't know they may be struggling financially but they're making sure you don't see that you know what I mean and people who treat people differently because of 
the the amount of money they have they don't have is so fucked up and I used to think that I had to have the bougiest things to feel included no you don't no I don't I can buy what I want to buy with my own money it's my own money and the people if you are around people who treat you like if you don't have the designer bag or the designer shoes or you're wearing the most expensive makeup and they treat you differently because you don't have that that's not the right friend group to be in that's not the right people to be around in because the right people don't give a fuck about how much money you have or don't have they like you for you the third thing i have on my list is kind of the same thing where it says don't base your happiness on what you see on social media this is another thing that i feel like a lot of people struggle with and we're always going to struggle with this we're always going to find ourselves to fall back in it but that's something that i have learned is that again I'm doing one thing and I see someone do something else that I think is better than what I'm doing and I feel depressed about it or I get mad at myself like why aren't you there? Why didn't you get invited? Why aren't why are you just at work? Why aren't you traveling and XYZ and don't base your happiness and your life on what you see on social media. Again, that comes from you don't know what someone else is going through. You know, like you see this person traveling but maybe they're struggling men- mentally. Or maybe they're going through something with their family and their family's not doing good. Like, social media is so fake. And I feel like we've learned that by now. I feel like this year we've all learned that social media is so fake. And I've found myself, like I said, I find myself not loving my life because it doesn't look like this person's. The most recent example I've seen is Alex Earl's 23rd birthday. So many people stitched that video saying how their 23rd birthday was also that day and they were at the house just chilling, drinking wine, and they felt bad just because Alex Earl, it's fucking Alex Earl. She is going to be doing the most bougiest shit ever. Like, of course she is because that's who she is. Just because that's what she does on her birthday doesn't mean you have to feel bad about that you're not doing that. I saw so many people stitch that video and feel bad that on their birthday they're not dolled up they're not throwing a party because they can't afford it or they don't have a friend group to do it or xyz and that shouldn't matter you should spend your life the way it makes you happy not based on what other people are doing (laughs) this next one is like something i didn't know what to title it so i'm just gonna say it my the note says just because they're pregnant doesn't mean you have to be and that is coming from again just because you see someone is doing something doesn't mean you're behind in life I've actually have felt that a lot all of my friends from high school and all my friends are getting engaged and getting married and getting pregnant and everything like that and it makes you feel like what the hell am I doing It makes you feel like you're behind on schedule and you're not. Just because they're doing it does not mean you have to do it. You are on your own track. You're on your own pace. Don't change the speed of how you're going in life because other people are. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like everyone can relate to this. Not saying that I feel like I should get pregnant or should get married because I don't. But I've learned that I've seen I've seen everyone I know get pregnant, get engaged, get married. And I feel like I'm the last one. And that's okay. I don't mind that. I don't care about that. I'm going to do me. And 
it's just so funny because I've had friends who are like, oh my gosh, like two of my best friends are now engaged. I feel like I need to get engaged in the next year. Like, what am I going to do? No, bitch, you don't have to get engaged the next year. Like, if you don't, if you're not ready, you're not ready. If you don't want to, you don't want to. Like, that's the thing. So I feel like that's just a little funny little note I wrote on my list and a thing that I've learned and seen on my list. I just thought that was funny. The next one is something everyone I feel like has learned this year and that is acne is 100% normal. I feel like this year and it was a lot thanks to Alex Earl I feel like she brought that into light the most is acne is so normal. It happens to all of us to the best of us men and women and you should not feel ugly because you have it. Your worth should not decrease because you have it. I actually am so much more confident in going out in public with my acne because I have been struggling with acne ever since I actually got off birth control. And I got off birth control, I think, at the top of this year is when I got off of it. And ever since I got off, I have been experiencing a lot of acne because birth control is what I what what I got put on to help it. And at first, I was so insecure. I was constantly covering it. I was constantly putting acne patches in every treatment I could think of to put on it to get, make it go away. But I have learned and grown maturely, mentally, and in my skin where I'm now confident in myself where I don't care if I have acne on my face. I'm going to go out if I want to go out. And I feel good about my skin. And I, I think it's helping a lot of people because everyone is now so aware that acne is normal. Everyone accepts it now. Where back then, when middle school and high school, nobody did. But acne is 100% normal. I literally posted a fucking TikTok. And it was for a brand. It was an ad. And I had acne on my face. And I didn't care. Because I actually loved the video. I wasn't paying attention to the acne on my face. I was paying attention to the overall video and I loved it. So, sorry, I'm like sitting next to this thing and I feel like you guys can hear it rubbing. Anyways, the next one is always go with my gut. This is something that I've learned, especially when it comes to work. At the top of this year, I quit my full-time job just because in my gut, I just knew I needed to quit. And I'm so glad I listened to it because if I didn't, I'd still be at that job. I don't think I'd have this podcast. I don't think I would work in fashion now. I don't think I'd have the friendships that I have now. And all of that has happened to me because I've listened to my gut. So, and I feel like we always kind of fight that feeling because we want to listen to our head. Like, because to us, our head should, you would think our head is the most strategically sounded thing that we should listen to but that's not always the case especially with people who deal with anxiety and mental health issues but our gut is always the number one thing that we should listen to because that is our body telling us that this is what we need to do in that moment so I put that on my list the next thing on my list is the I don't chase I attract saying manifesting life I put this on my things I've learned this year list because it's true a lot of people hate on that saying but I don't and I'm going to talk about it so if you don't like it then you can skip ahead <laughs> but I full-heartedly believe in that saying I don't chase I attract and people kind of look at me where when I say I, I kind of listen to that because of the whole religious thing but I see it as it, it's just manifesting your life you're putting good thoughts into your head and when at least for me when I'm thinking good thoughts and I'm thinking, okay, I got this. I can do this. I will get this job. I, this, this 
fast food person will get my order right. Um, I will ace this test. You know, I, I do look good today. I start feeling better about myself and things just start going right in my life. And maybe it's, it's, it's delusion. It probably is, but I don't care. So that's on my list. The next thing that I have on my list is obviously always take care of yourself. I really have grown in my mental health journey this year where this is something that I do want and that is on my new year's resolution is I my mental health is the number one thing that is important to me and I feel like ever since the pandemic mental health has been brought to light and it shines a whole new light on it as it should have and I know a lot of people see mental health as a cop-out or as the coward's way out or everyone anytime you talk about mental health a lot of people are like grow up and that's not it. It's just so much more deeper than that. And I've learned to take care of myself. Even when I think I can handle it, if my if my if my mind and my body are tired, I need to listen to it. I need to take a break. I am so that person that just goes, 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 goes until I'm completely out of fuel. And that's when I get sick or I get overwhelmed or I get anxious and I get burnt out. So that's something that I really want to work on is to take care of myself more, to even probably prevent burnout because that's what I do. I don't take a break until I'm absolutely tired. And so I need to not do that and start working on taking care of myself more. This next one, I learned not technically this year. I actually, this happened last year, but I this year is when I finally accepted it. And that is being okay with being the villain in someone's story, if that means protecting your peace. And this comes from my previous relationship. And it also just in general, it could be friendships, relationship, family. A lot of people in this world, or I have a lot of friends and family members who don't speak their mind or don't do what's best for them because they're scared of hurting someone else. They're scared of being the villain in someone else's story. And that is something that I get. I understand. That's one of the reasons why I stayed with my ex for so long because I didn't want to be the villain in his story. But looking back and knowing how happy I am now and how at peace I am now, or at least getting there, it was all worth it. And I know that's probably fucked up to say, but that is something that I have learned to be okay with. And it's okay. I even saw a quote on TikTok and I reposted it. And it said the same thing. It was being the villain in your story was okay with me as long as I'm protecting my peace. Or it was like the peace that I feel is worth it knowing that I'm the villain in your story or something like that. And that essentially means that you it like you have to take care of yourself. Like that is one of the reasons why I feel like it took me so long to break up with my ex because I was worried about how he would feel. I was worried about making him upset. And I, you can't do that. You have to put yourself first because this is your life. We only get one. And if being the villain in someone else's story is, if that's the outcome of being happy, then you have to be okay with that. And they have to be okay with that. It's okay that you're the villain in someone else's story. It's not your story. So that's all that should matter. The next thing that I have on my list is growth is hard, but necessary. This is something that I 
kind of have learned in the middle of this year leading up till now where I'm completely an adult. Like, I am an adult. I am graduated from college. I'm about to start my big girl job. And I'm I'm working in the fashion and social media industry. Like, I am so excited about that. But I'm growing. And whether that's growing physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it's hard. Like, it's fucking hard. But it's so necessary because though that's how we learn. That is how we become a different version of ourselves. That's how we gain new qualities you know is that that's how we grow it's necessary to our lives to grow because if you don't grow how are you ever going to accomplish things and growing is it takes in any sort of form whether it's a, a good thing that happens to you or a bad thing most of the time it's something bad but that's something that I've also learned is that everything that happened like everything happens for a reason everyone always hears that saying but it is so true and that's where growth comes from there are no shortcuts to a blessing that I have learned this year is that you always have to take that narrow road you always have to take the road less travel on I know all of those are cliche sayings but it is so true and it's something that I have learned this year and because of all the shit that I went through that's that that was growth I am such a more mature and better person than I was literally at at the top of this year And I am so grateful for it. This next one I have on my list, a lot of people are going to think is probably fucking impossible. But it's still worth stating. And that is work to live, don't live to work. And I know that's probably impossible for this in this day and age in this fucking economy because everything is so expensive. But I really do think that I learned that is that I would rather have $20 in my bank account I actually have a little bit less than that to be honest right now but my point is I would rather have $20 in my bank account but I have literally lived the best life and I've traveled I've made friendships I've bought things that I've wanted then know that I have $20,000 in my bank account but I have not done a single thing I've never gone anywhere I've never met nice people I don't have a good friendship because I'm constantly working and I don't want that life and I've learned that I dated a guy who was like that he was constantly work 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 he would never go to dinner he would never go on vacation because he was working so much and he never did anything you know and I have learned that that saying where it's work to live, don't live to work. And that's what I have been doing this entire year. I have moved around so much. And it's because I'm just living my life. Like I said, like we only have one life. We don't have another one. We're not cats. Um, so I just feel like a lot of people, they, they live to work. And they work all the time. And I get that. And it's especially with this economy... Like, I don't, I was stressed out a couple of days ago because I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to own a house. I think I'm just going to rent my entire life because houses are so fucking expensive. Like, if I want to want a house, I'm going to have to work. But honestly, again, that goes back to live your life. If you want to rent the rest of your life, go for it. People in New York do it all the time, okay? It's fine. The next thing that I have on my list is, of course, the 
everything will be okay. Just let it be. And again, that goes back to everything happens for a reason. That's one thing that I've learned this year. I stress out all the time. I'm stressed out right now because I start work tomorrow and I have a lot of things going on in my life right now. And I'm just, I'm trying to control everything in my life, but we can't, we can't do, sorry. I feel like there's something in my throat. We can't do that. We can't control everything in our lives because we're not meant to. We need to accept the fact that everything is going to be okay. And I've learned that this year. I've learned that I just need to let it be, let it play out the way it will. Everything is going to work out as long as I show initiative, as long as I show that I'm trying. Now, that being said, don't just sit at home all day waiting for things to come to you. That doesn't work. You have to put a little effort in. But don't try to control the whole situation. Just kind of put in your effort that you need to put in and everything will play out the way that it should be. Number 13 on my list says, thieves don't break into empty houses. This is a quote that I have seen on TikTok a lot and I put it on my list because it essentially means that a thief doesn't break into a house that's not worth anything. So if you feel like, some like someone's attacking you or you just feel like the whole world is against you that means that you're doing something right that means that you are on the right path and you're doing what you're meant to do every like if you feel like everything and everyone is out to get you and everything is going wrong that's because you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do it kind of comes from a religious standpoint at least for me where I know that if I feel like nothing is going right I feel like everything is going wrong and I feel like I'm just getting put down and beat down and beat down I try to remind myself that this is happening to me because I'm doing what I meant to do I'm on the right path to be the best person and essentially coming from religion the best Christian I can be that's why I feel this way because Satan is trying to derail me off of that and that's kind of what you have to remind yourself even if you aren't religious to just kind of Remind yourself this just that saying that thieves don't break into empty houses. And if you feel like the entire world is out to get you, just keep reminding yourself that's because you are doing everything right. And the universe, if you don't believe in religion, the universe is trying to take that away from you. So that's what I have on my list here. The next thing is don't let toxic become trendy. This is something kind of going into relationships and friendships where I have found myself this year be with people because they have a certain social status or I think that they're treating me a certain way but in reality they're not but our generation thinks that toxic is trendy is trendy and that's why I feel like me and so many people keep people like that in our lives because it's what everybody does And just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean you should. That's what our parents used to tell us all the time as kids. Just because your best friend or someone you look up to is in a toxic relationship does not mean that you have to be. And it doesn't mean that you have or if you're in a toxic relationship or a toxic situation just because everybody does it or it happens to everyone or everyone is going through it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do anything about it okay I have a friend who is the queen of this obviously they're not going to be named but it's like every toxic person will come into this person's life and and they don't do anything about it 
okay, well, it's a she. I almost gave it away. Well, she doesn't do anything about it. And it's because she kind of just lets it happen. And her excuse is always, well, everybody does this. Everybody lets this happen. It's like this new thing. And just because that's maybe the case doesn't mean that you should let it happen. So don't let toxic become trendy, people. The next thing on my list is a cliche. You guys have heard it before, but it's loving yourself before loving someone else. This is something that I feel like, again, is something that is stated all the time, but something that I have learned because you cannot put love into somebody if you don't love yourself because you haven't even experienced what that's like. And I have experienced that not really in this year, but I have just remembered that and I've kind of learned and accepted something that happened a couple of years ago and I finally accepted that that's what I did so I put it on my list and you have to love yourself and understand yourself and know yourself before you can put that into another person because if you don't even know who you are how can you expect your significant other to know that how can you expect them to love you if you don't even know how you want to be loved or how you love yourself that kind of goes into like the love languages i i think there's like five there's gift giving acts of service words of affirmation physical touch um quality time i think there's six actually i think there's something else anyways i think it's so important to know those know your love language because that's how you love yourself that's how you want to receive love and if you don't know that how can you possibly expect someone to give that to you if you don't even know how how you love yourself to begin with so for example my love language is quality time and it used to be words of affirmation but now it's gift giving now that I'm dating Juan and his is the same thing his is love language his love language is physical touch and I also think it is quality time. So it helps that we both have the same, but we both know that about each other. So we know that about each other, so it's easy for us to tell that our significant other tell each other why and how we want to be loved. And so that's why you have to love yourself first before you can put love into somebody else because if you have all these insecurities you're going to portray that onto your significant other. And that's something that I went through. My ex did that. He was so insecure. He didn't love himself. And so he projected all of his insecurities onto me where everything was my fault. I was walking on eggshells eggshells with him and I could not figure out how to love him because he didn't even know how to love himself in the first place. So always love yourself before you love someone else. The next thing that I've learned this year is... I put it as your aesthetic is an aesthetic because it's your aesthetic. This generation, especially this year, is all about the aesthetic, living an aesthetic lifestyle. And everyone has it labeled as the cool girl lifestyle, um, the coastal grandmother aesthetic, the whatever it is aesthetic. Like there's a coastal grandmother aesthetic. There's the cool girl aesthetic. There's the soft girl aesthetic. You know, all these aesthetics that we have labeled and we are labeling as what your life your life needs to look like one of these aesthetics which is not true your aesthetic is an aesthetic whether it's sporty whether it's retro whether it's gothic whether it's neutral whether it's on trend like no matter what it is 
your life is an aesthetic. It's your aesthetic. And don't think that you have to portray your life or mold your life into one of these aesthetics because society tells you. That's something that I have learned to accept. I try to portray my life as a certain aesthetic. And I'm and I hate when I catch myself doing that. I don't do it a lot, but I do it very slightly. And every time I do it, I'm like, Kylan, what are you doing? This is not your aesthetic. This is show this. That's especially if you want to succeed in social media, show your aesthetic. That's what's gonna make you you. That's what that's what that's what's gonna make you go viral is you. No one is going to blow up someone that already exists. Like there's only gonna be one Alex Earl. Like that the Alex Earl is our generation's like Emma Chamberlain. I don't know if I should make that um uh comparison, but people might come for me. But anyways, like Emma Chamberlain, there is only one Emma Chamberlain. Nobody can copy her aesthetic of anything because it is her, it's unique. She didn't form her life or mold her life into a certain aesthetic that society already had. She made her life her own aesthetic and now people are trying to live her aesthetic but that's why she is such a statement person that's why there's only ever going to be one emma chamberlain no one can ever copy her same with alex earl her aesthetic is the authentic party lifestyle and yes there already is kind of like a party aesthetic but it's that real and authentic that's like people have said constantly watching her videos it feels like they're on a facetime call that's an aesthetic that is her aesthetic and that's why she is so successful so your aesthetic is an aesthetic don't let society tell you that it's not my next thing on my list that i've learned in 2023 is that seasonal depression is such a thing and it's okay seasonal depression is real and if you don't know what it is it's basically when the seasons change your entire mental health attitude changes and people don't think it's real, but especially in the winter times, it is. Especially if you love summer. Winter is obviously the completely opposite. There's no sun. It's cloudy. It's cold. It's wet. It's snowing. You can't go outside in a, in a, in a bikini at all. And people start to get in their head and they get, start to get depressed because they can't live the life that they are happiest in. I have a friend and she's from Florida. She loves being outside in the beach and the water and tan and now that it's december and winter she gets a little seasonal depression because she can't live that lifestyle the way that she's happy with until summer comes back so she gets very depressed she gets in her head and it's totally okay it's totally normal i think that's another thing that society has very much normalized is seasonal depression and it's real and it's okay. You're going to get through it. There are going to be days where you want to be outside and embrace the snowy cold weather. And there are days where you just want to rot in bed all day. And that's okay. I've kind of experienced it a little bit. My favorite season is summer. I love traveling. I like. I thrive in warm weather. I'm the happiest person when the sun is out. And I love warm weather. I would rather be boiling hot than just a little cold. I don't like the cold. And so... Whenever Christmas comes around and it gets cold, because I live in Texas and we kind of have a winter, but when it gets cold, it's fucking freezing and it's gloomy and it's wet and it's rainy and it's cloudy. And the weather, the season of winter puts me in the worst mood ever. You can literally ask my boyfriend, ask anybody. I am moody. I am cranky. I have an attitude problem. 
And for the longest time, I'm like, I'm not even on my period. Why am I so emotional? Why do I have an attitude? And it's because of the weather. It's because of winter. I get such in a seasonal depression stage when it's when it's winter. And the things that I do to kind of help me get out of it is I spend time, <clears throat> excuse me, I spend time with the people that I love. So my boyfriend, my friends, my family, I will go out and get a drink. I will dress up. I will get ready for a day from one TikTok. If that makes me feel better, I'll do it. I will go for a walk. I will go make hot chocolate. Like the little things like that in the winter for me cure my seasonal depression. So that's a thing and it's okay. So the next thing I have on my list is a pretty big one that I listed and it's called or it's labeled there's a difference between staying silent and processing. And a lot of people don't see that fine line. A lot of people expect people, especially celebrities and public figures to say to make a statement about whatever's going on. We saw it with Matthew Perry's death. So many people were expecting Jennifer Aniston's statement. I think she was the last person to come out with one. So many people were like, I've been waiting for this statement. And so many people are like, why hasn't Jennifer Aniston said anything yet? There is a difference between staying completely silent in general and processing something. I think Billie Eilish quoted that quote years ago, maybe. And with everything going on in the world, people look to people to make statements. They expect certain people to make these statements and they get offended and mad when they don't. And they accuse them of staying silent and ignoring the whole thing. But that's that's not what they're doing. They're just processing. It takes time. And for people, it takes them a lot longer to process something. Because this day and age, if you say the wrong thing, you're fucking canceled. Cancel culture is so real. And it's not to an extent of what public fig- figures and celebrities f- go through than, w- um, than what I go through. Because, or let me rephrase that. I don't go through what celebrities and public figures go through. They say one word wrong and they get canceled. Where, yes, I have a platform, but it's not like Kim Kardashian's platform. It's not like Jennifer Aniston's platform where people expect her and expect them to say something. Even if I make a statement about something, I will have some people applaud it and I will have some people ridicule it. And then, of course, there are going to be some people that are like, what took you so fucking long to make this statement? It's because I was processing. And a lot of people don't see that fine line. They don't understand it. But that's a difference. And again, I feel like if you bring that to people's attention, they'll just say like, no, you're just being silent. They'll see it as an excuse. But that's something that I have, I, that's on my list of 23 things I've learned in 2023 is that there is a difference between staying silent and just processing something and trying to find the words to say something so you don't offend anybody because we would all love to just say what we want to say but the reality is in this day and age you can't especially if you're a public figure or celebrity you have to have that PR training and you can't just say whatever you want to say we saw a lot of it with Rachel Ziegler Rachel Ziegler so many people were ripping her apart for her role in Snow White She was saying all of these bad things about the original Snow White. And that's because she has no PR training. She's young. I think this is only, besides West Side Story, 
Snow White and The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Those are her only three movies she's done with a big role. She was in a Shazam movie, but I don't think her role was that big. But she's young. She has no PR training. And she just kind of says what she wants to say. And we have seen people ridicule her for it. But we've also seen people applaud her for it. Because th- th- there's always going to be two sides. There's always going to be people... There's always going to be people who side with a certain with that story and who go against it. You know what I mean? So I have that on my list because I feel like that's something that I've not only learned this year, but I do feel like a lot of people need to learn this year. And just not even this year, but next year and for the foreseeable future. My next little note is you have the power to change your life. Don't let your circumstance no matter what you're going through dictate where you go from there you have the power to change a chapter in your life or to change where you are in life you're responsible for that and this is a quote that i've seen those quotes on tiktok where the guy the tiktok is like a guy at the gym and his videos are in black and white and it's like a narrating voice speaking quotes the infamous one is like a bottle of water costs so much at an airport, uh, a movie theater, uh, a gas station. Don't look at, like, the reason why it costs so much in different places, or the, the reason why it costs so much is because it's in different places. So the next time you feel worthless, look at the place you're in. And that's something that I have learned this year, is that if I don't want to do something, if I don't like what's in my life, I have the power to change it. No one else does but me. So I need to take charge for it. So the next thing on my list, we're actually getting to our the end of our list, you guys. The next one is, if you think people are talking behind your back, let them. They're the wrong group of people to be around. And sorry, you guys, I actually really need to sit up. Anyways, ouch. I have sat so low, my butt actually hurts. Anyways, so that saying is something that I have really learned because I and this is something that I need to fix myself because I constantly think the second I leave a room people are talking behind my back and that's not necessarily the people's fault that's me I'm in my head and someone told me they were like oh that's a like that's like you thinking that you're the center of the attention you always think people are talking about you because you want to be the center of the attention And I don't think that's it. I think I'm so worried about what other people think that I'm worried no one likes me. It's not that I think everybody likes me. It's the fact that no, I think nobody fucking likes me. But that's just for me. But for I'm kind of getting off tangent here. Basically, what that means is that if you're with a group of people and you leave the room to go to the bathroom, go get a drink at the bar or just leave for the night and there's a slight thought in your head that's they're talking bad about you leave that friend group because the people who are going to be your best friends they will not talk bad about you ever behind your back that is they'll they'll say it to your face but never behind your back and that's something that I have needed to learn because again I think that about a lot of people only because I think nobody likes me but I need to get that out of my head so I can kind of figure out if it is that true with most with the 
people that I'm with now. And it's not. I am I have the best group of friends and I never have that feeling with them. If I leave my friend group, I don't think they're talking behind my back at all. I just I'm just going out with I'm just going through my going with whatever. I don't what am I trying to say, Kylan? Holy shit. What I'm trying to say is that whenever I leave the friend group, I don't think they're talking behind my back. I'm just doing what I'm doing. I'm going through my business. I'm going through my day. That's what I was trying to say. Good God, Kylan. Holy shit. Anyways, so if you think people are talking behind your back, let them. They're the wrong people to be around because the right people, your right friend group, family, relationship, coworkers, whatever, they're not going to do that if they're the right people for you. And that kind of leads on to my next thing where it's the right people will love you for who you are. You will never have to change for the person that loves you for who you are, the people that love you for who you are. They love you for you. That's why they're around you. That's why they want to be your friends because they like your personality. And so many times I have been around girls, especially where I think I have to act a certain way and I have to act I have to talk a certain way to get them to like me or to think that I'm a fun person to be around when in reality I need to be myself and if they don't like that then they're not the people that need to be in my life and that's something that a lot of people need to learn I feel like again I feel like this generation is so obsessed with the fact of thinking that if they see a certain person act a certain way they have to act a certain way it's like a follow the leader type mentality like mentality And in reality, we just need to be our own leaders. We need to do what we think is right and act the way we act and be ourselves because that's the only way you're going to find anything, a true love, a real friendship, when they see you for who you are. Oh my gosh, you guys, we are at the last two things of my list. So the last two things are one, step out of your comfort zone. This is a no-brainer, something that I have learned Because if I didn't quit my job and uh, just send in an application to a fashion agency, I never would have gotten in. I work in fashion now and in March it'll be a year. And if I didn't quit my job, I never would have gotten into it. And I was so scared to quit, but I just did it. I got out of my comfort zone and in my first show that I worked for Market, I was so nervous. I have never done anything like that but I stepped out of my comfort zone and I have made the best friends in that agency and I have experienced the best things and I have traveled so much that I, I, this year I have traveled so much. I never thought I would travel. I have been to places I never thought I would go in in a million years because my family was broke growing up. We didn't have a lot of money. But I stepped out of my comfort zone. I quit my job and I sit in that allocation because I was just like, fuck it. And I got in and I went and I had the best time. And same with social media. I have stepped out of my comfort zone. And because of that, brands I'm on brands' radar. And so always step out of your comfort zone. All right? And then my last thing of my 23 things that I have learned in 2023 is quality over quantity. And this is just in general. This isn't even with clothes or miscellaneous items. This is even with people specifically it doesn't matter if you have a group that is like 20 friends if 20 of those friends are shitty people it's you have no friends it's not worth it I would rather have three amazing friends than 20 shitty friends and they we just 
we pretend to be friends for social media. I feel like so many times I see all of these people have all of these friend groups and I feel guilty. I'm like, I only have three friends, but I would never trade those three friends for the world because they are the best people I've ever met. And that's something that I've learned to have quality over quantity when it comes to people, not necessarily clothing and shoes. Cause we, you guys know, I'm always buying shit. Like I'm always buying clothes, shoes, everything, no matter where they are. This is more so of people in my life and situations in my life and experiences where who cares if you have three friends, if their personalities are a 10 out of 10, those are the only three people that you need to worry about in your life. No one else. Who cares if you went on a trip and it cost you fucking, it didn't cost you a penny or who cares if you're going on a trip and you're in this hotel that's not really bougie, but you're with the best people and you had the best time. Who cares? Who cares that you're not in a bougie hotel? Honestly, I love a deal and I would rather like save on a deal and go to a somewhat okay hotel and spend my money on like out on the town experiences in a new city than spend all my money on a bougie hotel and get some pics for Instagram but not have any money to do anything. Like it's all about quality over quantity. As long as you are with people and you are having fun and you're in an environment that you feel that fulfills you, who cares how much it costs? Who cares the amount of number of people are there? It doesn't matter. Okay, guys. Well, that is a wrap on today's episode. Um, I'm ending it kind of quick. It's only, it's kind of a shorter episode. I know the last couple of episodes have been like over an hour. But I'm ending this one kind of quick because I actually have to get ready for dinner. Juan and I are going out to dinner because tonight is my last free night before I start work. So that it that was my 23 things that I have learned in 2023 episode. This kind of served as my what I've learned this year, my New Year's resolutions episode. Because everything I talked about, I want to still work on and still remember in the new year. Um... So I hope you guys enjoyed it, but don't forget to listen to It Is What It Is. Um, Catch up on all the episodes. Every episode, a new episode comes out every single Wednesday at midnight, Central Standing Time. And you guys can listen to It Is What It Is on Spotify Podcast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And I will catch you guys next week after Christmas. The next episode will be after Christmas, and I'm going to talk to you guys about what I got for Christmas and what I gave for Christmas and what I did for the holidays. I'm so excited. So I will catch you guys later. Bye.